CannabisRadio.com proudly presents 420 Cloud's Cannabis Connection, where we converge the biggest names in entertainment, business, technology, and medicine and connect them into our growing cannabis community. Connecting and educating the world about cannabis. CannabisRadio.com presents 420 Clouds Cannabis Connection, ignited by MSIG. Thanks for joining us on the 420 Clouds Cannabis Connection. I'm Alex Mardikian. Welcome to our 420 Cloud. As we release this episode, thousands of cannabineurs will be in Las Vegas for the annual Marijuana Business Conference and Expo. Yours truly will be in attendance alongside my team at MSIG, and one of the conference's featured speakers is our guest. Let me tell you about. Jesse Horton is the co-founder and board chairman of the Minority Cannabis Business Association. The MCBA has members in over 35 states, including the District of Columbia, Puerto Rico, the U.S. Virgin Islands, and Canada. Before entering the industry, Jesse worked nearly seven years at Siemens USA, holding positions in various roles, including sales, finance, field service engineering, and global strategy. So now let's bring on Jesse. Thanks for being with us. Hey, thank you very much for having me. Excellent. Uh, I'm looking forward to getting into this because I, what, what you've been doing and what you're rolling out, we're excited to hear about. So let's get it on. Uh, Jesse, we've dedicated several episodes on this show where we've spoken about diversity, okay, in the cannabis industry from NFL superstar, you know, Marvin Washington to the first ever minority CEO to be awarded two of the Nevada's tough to get licenses to cultivate and produce Priscilla uh, Vilches. So how hopeful are you, you know, as that the cannabis industry has a chance of eventually getting things right when it comes to diversity? You know, I'm, I'm very hopeful, without a doubt. You know, I think that um, diversity has to be a cornerstone issue of the industry, not only because of the morality and the history of the war on drugs, but also because we will never get as big as we want to get from an economic standpoint, um, from an income, from a revenue standpoint, uh, from the ability to overcome regulatory hurdles um, and bring in public opinion. There's a lot of things that we have to do in order to preserve our industry and, and make it grow. And diversity and, and bringing in some of these communities uh, absolutely has to be important. So, I, you know, I believe in the resolve of the greater cannabis industry. I believe um, in the support uh, that we have from so many businesses and organizations across the country. Uh, I'm, I'm sure that we will make a stronger dent. You know, I think we have to look at a few different things, not just ownership. That is certainly a piece, and we have to continue to push. We have to open up licensure. Uh, we have to make sure that there are lower barriers of entry. But there's also a number of other ways that communities that have traditionally been targeted by the war on drugs and cannabis prohibition can benefit from the prosperity of the industry, and we have to uncover all of the stones. Mm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, you know, now we would like to hear about your story. Okay. And when I say that, I mean, you know, I know you've repeated it many times in various articles about how, you know, you were able to overcome the obstacles early on in success in the corporate world. Okay. To making a mark in the industry in the state of Oregon. First with the Pana, uh, am I saying it right? Panacea Valley Gardens? That is right. Panacea. Okay. That's correct. All right. So first with the Panacea Valley Gardens and the adjacent, you know, and its adjacent adult use dispensary. 
Now you, you know, you've been wrapping up the stage on a new 20,000 plus square foot cannabis cultivation and culture hub called Saints Cloud. Uh, talk to me about your vision and what mark you're ultimately looking to make in the industry. Sure, sure. Um, I think that, you know, from a, from a true cannabis connoisseur standpoint, which I am and all of my team very much are connoisseurs, and we share that with a lot of Oregonians uh, with such a rich cannabis culture, we have really been trying to find, you know, what is the, the real model, right, for people to consume, to enjoy cannabis, to benefit from the many, many uh, things that it can bring, right? Uh, and, and, and that includes uh, social aspects. Uh, that includes, of course, uh, medical information and data. Uh, that includes just overall wellness. Uh, so many things uh, that we think the plant can bring and, 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 and figuring out how to bring that to connoisseur communities uh, the best. We have identified a facility and we've been building it for the last uh, year or so called Saints Cloud that ultimately will allow us to have every single license uh, in, the, in the state for cannabis on one flagship property that wow. is about five miles from the airport and five miles from downtown here in Portland. So it's an amazing location. Um, and, you know, it's going to give us the ability to do cultivation, to do retail. Um, we're doing, again, cultivation indoor and greenhouse uh, processing, as well as bring a hospitality portion uh, to the site with an event space, uh, and, you know, lounge and, and some, other, some other components. So uh, we really feel like this is the the ideal model for the cannabis industry. This is where it'll go. A lot of people say that it'll be a winery model, right? Where people will be going out to, you know, an hour away from the city to go enjoy. And that there will be a strong market for that. A lot of people have banked on more of a brewery style model where you have things in the city, industrial areas. And we think this is a combination of both very conveniently located, but based in craft cannabis cultivation. Wow. That sounds okay. I got it few things I picked up on right there. It's like one. So the Oregonians, am I, is, am I saying that right? I mean, I know how to say Californian, but I mean, or, or Oregonians, right? That's right. That's okay. right. Learn so, how to say it, man. The Oregonians grow so, the best cannabis, I believe in the world. I, well, I know you guys got some mad water rights up there. And I mean, definitely <laughs> I've heard of some wicked crafted weed up in that, those spots. So to hear about such a wine and weed connection or like that whole crafted experience, you know, tell listeners really quick. I mean, I don't want to get off the tangent here, but I mean, so they can come to your, to, you know, your uh, saints cloud and basically are, are they getting tours like the way at a winery? Are they turning around? And it's just an experience. I mean, you know, how is that, how does that come to be? Do you have to get a special license if you're visiting, right? If you're not an Oregonian, yeah. do you have to get a special license or does your license allow you, the recreational just allow you to come indulge? Sure, sure. Well, you know, ideally, or, you know, I guess in just general sense, definitely people will be able to tour. They'll be able to, um, you know, experience all these different aspects and, and working with the city and the state. We have to get our arms wrapped around the social consumption policy and mm -hmm. how we're going to handle that as a state and a municipality. And we'll have to, you know, figure out how to work that in there as well. So there, there's still a lot of details that we've got to figure out. And we're working with um, state and, and local government to make sure that we're doing things uh, to the height, you know, to the, to the best level of compliance, but also giving, uh, giving our, our community and our tourists um, what they really need to, to truly experience cannabis. Right now, 
Uh, we're about a year into the development where we've done a lot of uh, permitting, a lot of design, um, you know, a lot of these different pieces that we have to do with such a large project to make sure that we execute it efficiently. Um, and I think we probably have about another 12 to 18 months to go before this complete phase, phase one is, is complete and we'll be able to have some people there on site. So this is very much a work in progress. And, and, and right now I'm working on St. Cannabis, Saints Cultivation, which again is the basis and our flagship property is about two and a half miles from Saints Cloud. So that's, that's taking a good bit of our operational, um, operational capacity now. We're very much looking forward to making the transition over to Saints Cloud when we're ready. Very cool. And branding wise, I mean, do you got you have your own strains? I mean, does that that correlate to uh, to your operation? You know, we we don't at this point. We haven't been able to dabble in genetics. Uh, we're very much fans of a lot of different great uh, genetic producers out there already. Um, you know, we're again we're we're seed hunters. We go around and we try to find these strains, and we really want to bring the best or you know bring the most out of what these amazing companies have been producing from a seed perspective. So uh, right now we're working with about four different strains at Saints Cannabis. Uh, the most recent competition that we entered, uh, the Dope Cup uh, in Oregon, this was 2016. We were able to win uh, the most intercategory, you know, in the state. So uh, we have some really, really select strains that we really enjoy, and um, we're, we're, we're eager to get back into the market. That's awesome. Well, very, very cool. Really looking forward to being able to experience, you know, uh, Saints, Saints Cloud when, when it, you know, comes open. Stay tuned. We're coming back more with Jesse Horton. So stick around. More of 420 Cloud's Cannabis Connection coming up. But first, let's connect you with our sponsors. Introducing 420 Cloud, ignited by MSIG, one of the fastest growing social apps around. The only app you'll need for all things cannabis. Find the latest cannabis news, videos, and stories, ranging from business and tech to sports and medicine. Start your career in cannabis by seeking, identifying, and applying for jobs through our expansive listings. For businesses, 420cloud.com features a full-scale cross-channel network, monetizing high traffic for big data conversion and analytics. Download 420 Cloud now from the iTunes Store or Google Play. MSIG.com is a publicly listed company on the OTC. Symbol MCIG. At Alternative Vibes, our core values of quality, loyalty, respect, and honesty guides us in our mission to help families find peace and harmony through our products and services. Whether you are looking for a more natural way of living, shopping for essential oils, topicals, and edibles, or searching for a path towards achieving your goals, we are your choice. Learn more about our complete line of natural products and solutions at AlternativeVibes.com. Bringing quality of living to life. AlternativeVibes.com. Cannabis concentrates have been around for hundreds of centuries. In 19th century America, extracts mixed with other herbs were sold as a miracle cure. Now, Apex Supercritical has elevated the science of extraction into the 21st century. Apex Supercritical is the leader in CO2 extraction, which is the cleanest, safest, and purest way to extract plant oils. ROI in as little as three weeks. Our cost-effective systems are fully automated with an industry-leading three-year warranty. And if we don't have your system in stock, we can build one in as little as four weeks. Bringing CO2 extraction to the masses. Learn more at apeksupercritical.com. Four-week build excludes high production systems. Connecting the world to cannabis one show at a time. Welcome back to 420 Cloud's Cannabis Connection, ignited by MSIG and the 420 Cloud app. 
only on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome back. We're here with Jesse Hort, co-founder and board chairman of the Minority Cannabis Business Association. So let's get back on track here. I mean, you know, again, as a guest, you know, you're profiled in an extensive article in The Guardian this past summer. You said in that article, you know, and I'll quote you, it says, I feel like I have a short window of opportunity to put my son in a better position, build a better position for my family and my community for people of color. Okay, you've accomplished a lot, but what's left as a priority for you to do right now? Oh, I think there's a great deal left um, as it relates to that. Um, of course, I've got to get Saints Cloud launched. You know, that is my, my dream project. And and from a business perspective, I think that will give me the ability to, you know, to accomplish some of those personal goals for my for my family um, and for my for my uh, you know for my partners um, as it relates to work in the community with MCBA. Still, so so much more work to be done. We just brought on an amazing board, um, you know, including some really really stellar and well known people from the community to help uh, lead us in 2018, which I think will be a really, really important year, um, a tidal wave for MCBA and for our ability to make a difference. Uh, you know, we have to get the organization to a point of sustainability where we can really say that, you know, we, we can walk away and that it will continue to grow um, and that the mission will continue to uh, to be carried out. So, man, I feel like we're just at the beginning as far as the amount of work that I need to do, um, hoping hoping to get some some good things accomplished in 2018. Oh, that's, that's incredible. All right, well... Good for 2018. It looks like a good plan and great direction. Now, back onto the facility. Got a question for you. In your new facility, it'll feature, you know, water recycling, solar paneling, a heat exchange system to reduce the facility's energy and carbon footprint. So you're taking a lot into consideration there, which is awesome, you know. So talk to me about how important it is to be environmentally friendly in your venture and if there's a bigger message you're making to the others by by your efforts. Yeah, sure. I mean, I, you know, I mentioned diversity uh, being a cornerstone issue that's going to help us to to meet the challenges that the industry will will certainly um, you know hit over the over the coming years. I think you know this is another one, and very much in line with my background at Siemens, and I've, I've been fortunate enough to join with some people um, like uh, Resource Innovation Institute. Uh, who is doing some of the premier work on efficiency and resource efficiency, energy, water, uh, reducing the carbon footprint and cultivation operations. Um, so, you know, I, I think that we have to grab this issue because it's important in multiple reasons, kind of similar to diversity, right? We can go on and on about that dynamic. I think that's the same when we look at energy efficiency. One, we're growing a plant, right? People who consume this plant very much appreciate for the most part um, it's properties. They very much understand more natural, holistic healing. Um, and you can't really do that without understanding how that is affecting the plants that are outside or how that is affecting the greater world. I think people are going to really find themselves at a standstill if they aren't able to communicate to their customers um, what they're doing in order to help to, to, to impact this issue or help to make it better in the industry if they consider themselves a leader. So, that's a really important piece. I think from a business perspective, we understand that the pricing dynamic is um, changing so much, you know, depending on where you are, but we inevitably know that there's going to be more supply and, and with that prices will fall. So, you know, people, a lot of times, whenever they're trying to make more money and account for that, they want to produce more. 
Uh, but what we've learned in a lot of other industries is that you really have to look at your operational costs. You have to understand, you know, what you're spending inside. And of course, if you're looking at indoor cultivation, which is a big piece of what's happening in, in Northern Oregon and a lot of what's happening across the country and, you know, even across the world to an extent, um, there's a lot of areas that you can improve. There's a lot of things that you can do to get better from an energy, uh, from a, from a water, even though water is, I think you use less water indoor than you do outdoor. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of low hanging fruit as it relates to, um, operational improvements there. So, uh, we have to figure out that from a business perspective, if we want to continue to be competitive, especially small businesses who have to compete with the big dollars that are coming in. So I think it's, it's and, you know, addition to that, um, you know, there's just a number of other reasons why uh, energy and resource and water efficiency, for example, I don't want, if I'm looking at resource efficiency, I don't want my cultivation specialist to be in here worrying about you know, um, you know, uh, the, the energy, right. I don't want them mm-hmm. to be in, in the grow room worrying about, uh, different resource or the different ways that we're losing money. Right. I want them to be worrying 100% about the, the uh, the health of the plant. And yeah. by doing that, right. By bringing in some of those efficiencies, I can help them to do that as well. So, um, there's, there's so many different reasons why it's important. Well, I mean, you know, work smarter and make an impacts what I got from that. I mean, definitely. That's, you know, it's like those are, that's my two takeaways right there for sure. Time for one more break. We're coming right back with Jesse Horton. More of 420 Clouds Cannabis Connection coming up. But first, let's connect you with our sponsors. Introducing Blue Moon CBD, straight from the bluegrass of Kentucky. With our special nano emulsion process, you'll not only get the best CBD available, you'll get more of it. Not all CBD is the same. It's your body. It's your choice. Get relief from inflammation, anxiety, and stress. Go to www.bluemoonhemp.com and use code HEMP420 for a 20% discount on your order. Balance your body. Balance your life. Make it Blue Moon CBD. The smoke is rising, and the next crop of podcasts devoted to cannabis providers and enthusiasts are ready to be harvested. Welcome to the Cannabis Radio Network, founded by respected rainmakers who have been producing award-winning podcasts for over a decade. Industry headlines, business updates, medical reports, marketing, and e-commerce education rolled up perfectly for your consumption. Let's grow together. The Cannabis Radio Network. CannabisRadio.com Ignite the conversation on some trending topics along the Cannabis Radio social media network. Join our crew of thousands on our Cannabis Radio page on Facebook or at Canna Radio, C-A-N-N-A Radio on Twitter. Plus, look for our Facebook and Google Plus pages for all of our original programs and connect with Dr. Dina, Kyle Cushman, Dr. Mitch Earlywine, Nurse Heather, Doc Rob, the hosts of Gondrepreneur, and more. Connect with the growing Cannabis Radio social crusade at Canna Radio on Twitter or search for Cannabis Radio on Facebook, Google Plus, and Instagram and grow with us. Connecting the world to cannabis one show at a time. Welcome back to 420 Cloud's Cannabis Connection, ignited by IMSIG and the 420 Cloud app, only on CannabisRadio.com. We've been talking with Jesse Horton, who heads the Minority Cannabis Business Association. You know, when it comes to, uh, give us a, a brief preview on what you'll be speaking about this year at the 2017 MJ BizCon. Yeah, sure. I'm, um, you know, really excited to be uh, addressing a crowd at what is uh, the first Minorities in Cannabis Luncheon. 
uh, MJ Biz uh, has done such an amazing job at at bringing people uh, to this site, making the largest cannabis conference, bringing in experts uh, to talk about so many different subjects. And in the past, they've done luncheons um, that have been focused on investors, that have been focused on women, um, and helping to build those communities. This is the first time they've done so for minorities or people of color. So um, I'll be able to really talk a lot about the importance of us getting more involved uh, from the standpoint of growing the industry, as well as from the standpoint of improving and helping uh, to, to, um, to, to boost our communities, um, especially understanding that those communities have very much been affected by cannabis prohibition. So this impact, you know, really focusing on that um, and helping to, to rally people around getting more involved and uh, figuring out ways to not just, you know, create another industry, but to create a better industry. And I think we have a real opportunity to do it. That's great. So any takeaways you would, uh, you would like attendees to get from your presentation? Sure. Yeah. I, I think, you know, one thing is that if, if, if I can do it, anybody can do it in a lot of ways. Right. Um, point. I, you know, I very much consumed cannabis, but had a record, uh, had multiple arrests. Luckily enough, I was able to be in Oregon where those arrests didn't affect me from being able to get into the industry. Um, so, you know, I want them to kind of see that even though there are barriers, right, I came in with no money. Essentially, I had $20,000 and thought I was going to start a dispensary and quit my job before, before I actually oh. did that. I realized that $20,000 wasn't going to give me anything, uh, oh. pretty much in the industry with the amount of money that you need. So overcoming those financial barriers, um, you know, and also, uh, the, the exceeding importance of sitting at the table and being there when these regulations are developed. Um, and, and all the things that are happening from a policy perspective, uh, we have to be at the table and, and talking about the importance of that. Well, that's great. I mean, I, attendees are going to be able to, to get to sit and hear you. That would be an incredible thing because they'd be able to hear that and understand it. It is important, you know, and I mean, that is, you know, to be able to sit there and say, you know, the whole factor of perseverance, stick to it and find, find your spot. Um, well, you wrote a few months back on Twitter you know, and again, I'll quote you here, you know, uh, I only want to do the things I love and work with diverse people doing the same. When people focus on their passion and purpose, we are unstoppable. Okay. That's, that's great. And I, you know, I'm first one to, to, you know, I would turn around and be all over the hashtag and liking and re and retweeting that one. Uh, so maybe you can uh, help me get some followers on Twitter. Well, come on, let's do it. I mean, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Uh, because I mean, that message that is strong. So, who do you look up to most in general? That's for I'm going to stage on two pieces. Okay, who do you look up to most in general, and are there any people in particular in the industry that you feel are in step with the message you've been given? Oh, wow. Those are, you might have stumped me on that. You know, I, you know, there's a lot of people that I look up to um, in general. I think without a doubt, the, the number one guy is my dad. You know, um, mm -hmm. he taught me so much. You know, he, he, he spent seven years in prison, uh, partly for cannabis distribution, and was able to come out and start as a janitor um, at his company and, and retired as a vice president. Wow, so, that's that's you know, awesome. Yeah, so I, you know, I was watching him, uh, looking at that, you know, that hard work, um, you know, the dedication, and also just understanding how great of a guy he is. He's definitely probably the number one guy I look up to. Mm. Um, and I, you know, as it relates to the industry, there's a number of people who are really doing amazing work, and I think raising the flag of, you know, that that better industry and not just another industry 
guys like Adam Smith, um, who uh, were, were uh, founders of the Students for Sensible Drug Policy and now have come over to found an organization called the Craft Cannabis Alliance. Um, it's focused on ensuring that we have a real definition about that and we can differentiate craft. It's so, so important for small businesses, and I think small businesses have to be a key part of how we build the industry. Um, DPA uh, is doing some amazing work. I even think Steve D'Angelo, uh, to me, yeah. is a guy that I uh, looked up to when I got into the industry and really helped me a lot um, from, a, from an understanding perspective on that building a better industry. Uh, as a guy that I really, uh, I really give a lot of credit to. And yeah. He doesn't get enough credit. Um, and, we just had him on the uh, show. We just had him on the show, and, and I agree with you 100%. He is always out there moving and shaking as well. Yeah, yeah, most certainly, most certainly. Um, uh, I think that also, uh, man, there's just so many. There's, there's so many people. Congressman Earl <laughs> well, I don't want to. Say, I uh, no, I'd say, but Congressman, that's, that's, I mean, he's a guy you got to add. You got to add Congressman Earl Blumenauer. He's uh, one of the. He's a champion for the industry mm. at the federal level um, here in Oregon. Is uh, a, a friend of mine, and um, I look up to him in a lot of ways, and also think that he is one of the guys who is really uh raising the flag uh for the industry dudes like uh earl monroe or excuse me eugene monroe uh former nfl player um who's really helping to elevate the conversation so so many people yeah now yeah, for sure yeah eugene for sure as well uh and your congressman i mean definitely i agree with that i mean anyone that's turning around and keeping that perspective on the federal level trying to get that push that's the way to do it i mean we all know the direction but to see it come through is going to be the big one uh, so given your success in, in the progressively friendly state of Oregon and the or Oregonians, okay, uh, for instance, Portland, Oregon is the first city to, uh, to direct part of its cannabis revenues towards the reinvestment into communities of color and Los Angeles and San, San Francisco plan to follow suit. Have you felt an urge to channel your passion to a much bigger cause of civil rights and social justice? You know, I think I'm, I don't think so. You know, I think I'm doing my part in that regard, right? I'm doing what I know uh, as it relates to contributing to that bigger picture, right? Cannabis prohibition played such a huge part in the degradation of our communities. Uh, when cannabis really should be uplifting our communities and, and has so many ways to do it. So I think, and that's what I love to do. I mean, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a weedhead, you know, I'm, I love <laughs> cannabis. Um, I'm a cannabis connoisseur uh, all the way. So if I can do something uh, that I love uh, and find ways to give back, I think I can be a lot more, uh, a lot more useful uh, to the community and to the greater cause. Oh, that's, that's, that's awesome. Uh, well, you know what? I mean, tell, you know, tell our listeners how they can join the Minority Cannabis Business Association, the MCBA please. Yeah, sure. Please come to our website, www.minoritycannabis.org. Send us an email, join there. Um, you know, let us know if you have any questions. Uh, find us on Facebook uh, as well. Instagram is probably where we're more active. Um, and that is also uh, Minority Cannabis. Perfect. All right. Well, we've ran out of time, Jesse, but we thank you for joining us. And we look forward to catching back up with you later and keeping our eyes on uh, Saints Cloud. Want to find out more about MSIG? Go to msiggroup.com or check out the ticker symbol on OTC, spelled M C 
IG. Download the 420 Cloud app to available on both Android and Apple. Open the doors to opportunity through the nation by posting your free ads at 420jobsearch.com. You can download the episodes of the 420 Clouds Cannabis Connection at cannabisradio.com or subscribe to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. Thank you for listening. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.